me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is the man who is being a little too thorough, Jason. Hello. All right, so we're going to talk about an episode that I have been really looking forward to all freaking summer, man. Flash of Two Worlds. Uh, no. I, can I can I go ahead and point out one thing? Just right uh, off. Okay. I did not know that they had already released like the shot of of them reproducing the cover. Did I just miss it? Yeah. Did did, did we already know that was going to be part of the episode that it was actually worked in all nice? Because that delighted the hell out of me. It made me laugh. <laughs> it didn't look great, but it made me laugh. They like, well, you can tell they were stretching the point, sort of... but it was totally worth it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Um, I ain't judging God. nobody on that one. So, episode 202 of The Flash, mm-hmm. Flash of Two Worlds. We are, if you haven't seen this episode, we are going to get spoilery on it. Spoiler like, deep. Spoiler deep, yeah. I mean, for I've, I've heard, you know, uh, people and other podcasts, namely uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, complain about like, oh, well, I mean, I haven't seen the episode. Like, why can't you give a review of the episode that doesn't have spoilers? Okay, here's our review of that. It was awesome. It was great. Go watch it. Now, for the rest of you. Go watch it. Yeah. For the true fans. All right. So I'm not going to go that far as to say they're not true fans, man. <laughs> Look, people get busy. I haven't watched. I've got five episodes of Doctor Who I haven't watched right now because I'm doing stuff for I this know. show. And that is a shame. I know. I hate myself. It's going to be a lovely binge at the end of the season, too. Yeah. It's a good season so far. Um, <laughs> I know. I miss it. So we pick up basically where we left off in the last episode. Freaking Teddy Sears is Jay Garrick, and man, Barry's a dick to him. Oh, yeah. He's just a dick. He really is. He don't trust nobody. Right. I mean, I can't say as I blame him much. I mean, uh, between, you know, once you've dealt with Harrison Wells, it's hard. So at this point, though, apparently he's just PTSD about it enough that if anyone gives him advice, he just doesn't like it at all. Curls his his spidey senses go off. Right. (laughs) His little bolt senses. Mm -hmm. Is apparently multi-purpose uh, bolt. Oh, so yeah, a, a fair amount of the episode is them trying to figure out like uh, sand, the whole sand demon thing, and I really didn't care that much about that. He was okay. He was cool. I like the. But, I mean, I've always liked uh, sand creatures like that. I guess like Sandman. I liked just fine. Well, not the Neil Gaiman one. The other one. Um, it, this, I kind of like the concept though. It's like, well, he can crystallize his little particles, and it's 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 a neat concept. Right. He's scary. I it wouldn't want to fight him. Concept. Can't shoot him. He can punch you from like 14 feet away. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound fun. 
It's like fighting a ghost that talks but, like an asshole. But yeah, I, I man, I found myself geeking out oh, so much of this episode. Like they 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 actually show us how uh, we got the. Uh, when when they showed that it's how we got how, how they got the Jay Garrick helmet the singularity opening up right. in, in Earth two and the Jake ah oh, I was just like that's how <laughs> that's how it happened and every as soon as they showed that I just heard Harrison's voice and that's my cue <laughs> was it just I love that Barry what? was it just just I don't know man it was just nice to see Garrick with the helmet on the whole fucking kit and caboodle it was nice it was just nice. Yeah, and I like they kind of hung that lantern. They're like, "Oh, well, if you just said you lost your helmet, we probably would have believed you sooner." <laughs> <laughs> Even Barry would have been like, "Oh and yeah, I, the guy with the helmet." Yeah, okay, I know about you. I, I do. Uh, I like that they um, that he explained why he like where the helmet came from. He was like, "Oh, it was my father's helmet during the War of the Americas." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, right the hell on. Yeah, and Cisco okay. obviously stops and goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. War of the yeah." And as as much as I hate to say it, mm-hmm. because I actively cringed when I read the news that he that Jay and Caitlin were going to have some kind of chemistry, they really they, have good. They have chemistry. good chemistry. I didn't hate it all after they this episode. Really do. I mean, I was I was going to be they bothered really about Ronnie, but yeah, in retrospect, they you know he she took her time and dealt with it and came back, and now I'm I'm happy to... See. I, I thought it was going to be weird for me, because one episode she's into Ronnie, and next episode she's into this guy. And yeah, that's always I weird mean, when there's... you just directly juxtapose them, but... No, I'm I'm not saying it's not a little weird, because, like, yeah, in, in the canon, the characters had, like, what, six months to to grieve? Um, that does, But for us, it, it feels like three months, and we haven't seen her do any of that, so it's almost... It kind of feels unearned, right? But um, honestly, man, it, they they pulled it off to the degree that I just don't care. It's just that they're 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 so funny. You don't give a fuck. Just yeah. <laughs> what was it? What do they call her on? Eventually, but like she basically strips him and searches him, and they kind of look mm-hmm. at her funny. I was being thorough. Yeah, come on, baby. <laughs> right. Come on, baby. Right. You want that Earth two D? <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah. So I, I am just—I uh, don't know. Cisco seemed a little more fun than normal this episode. Well, he did something. Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, he—he he always brings the funny. Um, and Cisco and Kate are in prime form. They really are. Yeah. Um, Not even Cisco and Kate. Cisco and uh, Stein. Yeah, Stein. Like he and Stein are like they, talking about theories and they're shit. They're getting a nice chemistry a together. Yeah. And he's like talking to Stein, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that we could do this and this and this." I'm getting goosies. Right. And Stein's fitting like, in nicely for somebody that doesn't have powers. Um, I, you know, based on the last couple scenes, we can assume that's going to change too. But shit. Um, Are you kidding me? That man has powers. I know. We just haven't gotten to him yet. So for a man that didn't know, which is what no. he thought he was, this is the biggest brain in the freaking room. <laughs> <laughs> well. Some would argue that at Cisco's age, for him to be as adept as he is, he's probably smarter than Martin. Uh, or maybe, but Victor, but Martin sorry. has like the wisdom. Stein, whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Stein. Age, age is uh, age and experience are huge. Um, depends on uh, uh, potentiality versus uh, actuality, I suppose. But he's fitting in nicely. Was my point. I mean, when you have Cisco come in and go, look at him like. <laughs> Filling up a chalkboard with equations. Whoa, beautiful mind. Right. Think you need to read it? <laughs> Come on. That's a lot of scrolling you're doing there, buddy. How about we go get a big belly right. break? 
Maybe chill. Play a video game. What do you think? Oh God. And, I love that they I love I love that they had the nod to um to Oliver on the show. And Cisco just going, oh, God, I hate it when they put a, a color in their Yes. Name. That was great. That was really great. Um apparently Cisco is not going to be giving the seal of approval to the green arrow. Or I suppose the red right. arrow if if she ever finally gets herself called the red arrow. Um yeah, no, uh, Cisco there was an important turning part for turning point for Cisco in this one in that he finally just used his power of his own volition. Right, we're moving really mm-hmm. quickly into Cisco being a metahuman. I'm loving it. Although they, they yeah. do weird camera work when he's remembering things that I, I don't, I'm not, I've just never been a fan of the like camera right up from the stomach kind of thing. Yeah. I, f- I feel like I'm watching an episode of medium or something. It's, it's that they it feels kind of cheap and a little pornish. I, well, I, I, I can't speak to I that. Don't, don't know what to tell you, man. It's kind of a weird shot. <clears throat> oh, now, um, so they discovered all the portals, right? Mm-hmm. How many of them? Oh, fifty-two. Right. I did laugh when he said it. I, ca- I knew it was. Gonna I be laughed 52. inside all at once. I didn't know I could do it. <laughs> so, um, how adorable is Patty and Barry together? Oh yeah. Um, and you know, you you and I were worried about that. Like, all right, we're going to introduce the new love interest. And, like, me and you get worried every single time we read a press release that says new love interest. If we see those fra- that, that phrase, we get immediately suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because these are shows about superheroes, and we just don't care too much about the romantic side of it. Because, I don't know, blame it on us being guys if you want. Blame it on, blame it on the fact that it's a bunch of people's superpowers, and we don't really care who's fucking who on this one. It, it is, maybe it's just we really want to be up watching, like, Mortal Kombat-style episodes, but... It it's it um, scares us generally. It no it well or worries us. It doesn't. It worries me because new romantic interests can so quickly uh, lead us down a path into soap opera territory. Right. And I get really sick of the love triangle bullshit. I get really tired of investing in a relationship that doesn't happen. Um, you seem much more against the romance because you just don't care. It's like me. I I I, I care. If someone I just can be actively apathetic. I I'm makes doing. sense. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, I, I I do. If it's done well, I like the romantic aspects. I mean, I've I've said this before. I mean, citing Buffy the Vampire Slayer sure. for for God's sake. Um. But that's you know. I feel well like learned. I I feel like you know. There should be characters who just have a natural attraction and things kind of happen. There could be a lot of comedy that comes from it. I mean, Xander and uh, Xander and Anya from Buffy. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of tragedy that comes out of that, once again. <laughs> Xander and Anya. Like, you can... Like, both of those characters were stronger for the relationship they had on the show. Um, but on these CW shows, that usually doesn't tend to be the case. And I don't know what that is. Most shows, that doesn't usually tend to be the case. So... That's why I'm I'm uh, reluctant to get invested or even really care. That's why I roll my eyes when I see like, oh, a new love interest for Barry. So we're dragging that out a little more. Right. Okay. I guess we're gonna do this now. Uh, and uh, you, I think you may have hit a lot of it. It's just that it's not something you ever get to really. It, there's no reward to it. It comes and it goes, and it's it's a lot something you invest a lot of time into for no good reason. Um, I forgot. Are we actually talking about relationships or the show at this point? There may be a point yes. where it's just it's crossed over, but <laughs> yes, it <laughs> just yes, um, yeah. That that ends up being a lot of it, though. Is I just it 
they're worrisome because they they can come in, take up a lot of screen time, not really do anything productive with it, and then be gone again, and we're off to the new one. It's a lot more fun when you just have a cast. There's no real like say there's an ensemble, you're not forcing anything, and then a little while into the show and the the plot developing, you kind of realize, you know what, these two have good chemistry. Let's see what happens. That's fun. That's a lot of fun. But um, no, right out of the gate though, we were worried about Spivet. We were. Man, they're funny together though. I'm enjoying her. She's plucky. Yeah, I mean, oh God, damn, she's hell, hell. She's hell bent on being being part of the uh, anti-meta-human task force mm-hmm. that everyone has quit. Mm-hmm. She's read all of Barry's papers, all of his reports, and everything, and they're both like referencing Monty Python. To go, oh God, yes, right, yes. Who's Iris? <laughs> Can we do this? Iris is the motivational speaker that Barry is close to. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. Like, already episode two, and, like, Iris is giving Barry another unneeded pep talk. I'm like, yeah. is it just me, or does he seem a lot more dicky than he did last episode? Right. I, you know, but, and hey, this is some. I kind of, I didn't whatever. like her for a second, but it's because I, this is a convention that I see every now and then. I've only seen it one time in real life, and it was as awkward as I could possibly have, as I thought it would be. Can we have the room? So, it's a weird way to... To, to start like part two of a conversation. I would like everyone else here yeah. to displace themselves so that me and this person don't have to move from this room rather than us going somewhere else. It's just weird. Never have liked it. Yeah, yeah. I would be uncomfortable saying that. Uh, I'm like, hey, can you come talk to me in the hall? Right. <laughs> I, I mean, it's kind of like the TV thing where you say, hey, can we talk privately? And then you move four feet over. Mm-hmm. Everyone can, well, not only hear you, but could read your lips from where they are if they had to. Um Right. It's just it's maybe it's, uh, it's just a, a TV convention that I've never really liked, and uh, just never liked the people who used it either. It feels like a soap opera. Mm-hmm. Can I can I just say that one? Mm-hmm. As much as I disbelieve that myself as an audience member, albeit one who is heavily steeped in in, in comic books and science fiction, mm-hmm. could understand the multiverse theory, and Joe couldn't. As hard as that is for me to believe, that that's possible. <clears throat> I love that he couldn't wrap his brain around it, <laughs> and that he didn't understand it, and that Cisco went, "Oh, bless your heart." Yeah, it kind of it, it struck me though from a writer's perspective, they're using Joe, and Joe is always going to be like the the most relatable person in the cast, right? I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's the human. His his job is human. A. I'm um, not saying it wasn't the correct usage of Joe. Right. It's just <laughs> we're using Joe as the the audience proxy, and you just condescended to him. Like, it, it, did you just tell your audience, you, all you poor bastards, will explain time travel and multiverses to you one more time? And, and Joe even Seems says, a bit rude. I'm, Joe even says, I'm still trying to get my head around time travel. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, that'd be especially cute and, and funny from the writers if the writers understood time travel. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because you can't have it both ways. It can't be a ripple effect and an alternate reality. You, like, you've got to do, I mean, there should be a Harrison Wells running oh, around in our but universe. Can, I'm sure. There's probably some yeah, Schrodinger-esque I mean, explanation that'll make the whole damn thing make sense, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, sure. It's, uh, you know, two words, pocket universe. But Yay, and we're done. <laughs> I just want Harrison Wells. I want our Harrison Wells. And you Wells. got him. You got a Harrison Wells. All right, that's the other part. Um, oh, I... Uh, I haven't seen it. I've heard rumor. I didn't. I didn't go back to to look at it. I just assumed the internet was right. Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. little Luthor, little Lex Corp logo at the end. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of pointless. I mean, they're never going to use that. But 
Hey, no. cool though. Probably not. Um, again, as we've discussed on other uh, other reviews for other shows, um, that ain't how this whole game works. Mm-mm. Lex is busy on another property, so you can't use him here. But um, yeah, they they just don't let you do it too much. But did you uh, see the poison ivy reference? Mm, no, I think I missed or forgot that. What was it? Um, the place where um, Sand Demon was holding Patty mm-hmm. was like a was a woodroo plant. Hmm. The guy that uh, basically turned poison ivy or Pamela Isley into poison ivy was uh, Doctor Woodrew. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Oh, well done, <laughs> well done, Flash. Yeah, it was. It was that one was pretty deep track. <laughs> nice freaking Easter Bunny over here. I like it. Um, now you did finally get Wells back in some yeah, capacity. Have, uh, it appears we've got Earth Two Wells, and I loved that shot of Earth Two. I loved it. The, loved the it. little I, yellow hue and everything. Yeah, the the golden hue, the the freaking nineteen fifties space rockets yeah. on display it inside of like the Tomorrowland in there. It did, <laughs> and every it. Oh man, it looked like uh, you know, like an old serial, like an old like retro uh, sci-fi serial. Right. It, it reminded me of Sky Captain of the World of Tomorrow, which the aesthetic yes. was the only. The, the aesthetic of that film was the only thing that was good about it. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I was so, and we don't know what he's doing. Just, that was just, it's just, just Harrison, punch. it's just Harrison Well, right, Well, let me, let me step back even. We don't even know who the hell it is. It's just Tom Cavanaugh as someone walking out and smiling. We don't know if it's an and evil being, smile. Don't know if it's a genuine yeah. smile. And no, oh, I mean they did introduce him as Harrison Wells, the man who invented, who created Star Labs. Yeah, but we don't know if he's actually Eobard again, being Harrison right. Wells. We don't know any of that yet. Right. Um, I'm I, hoping he's just Harrison Wells. Yeah, but I would. He I, might have a you know a secret of his own. Yeah. Um, so that would have been anyway, cool. Barry's uh, throwing lightning bolts now. Oh yeah, Barry's new power. Um, I couldn't find it anywhere. If I recall, you couldn't find it either, or you didn't look either one. I I glanced. I can't. I can't find precedent. This is. But you know, it's not necessarily a new power, though. Either it's just he's just using the momentum, the momentum of his own speed to stop quickly and let the lightning that he generates pass over him, and then directs it with his arm. I mean, that's yeah. not really a new power. Like I said, as things utilizing as these the powers he go, already has, perfectly reasonable. Um, I got right. no problem with the power. I, mean, I thought it was pretty fucking cool. I just I can't find precedent for it. And I'm not saying that as I'm not trying to uh, indict it. I just am curious. Mm-hmm. About whether that's just some part of the whole flash cannon that I'm uh, I'm, I'm sadly not up on. Mm-hmm. Cool fucking power, right, well, and he's got you know a ranged attack now. So yeah, I fully expect when the video comes out comes out, or when the video game inevitably comes out, you think they're gonna throw that on oh. like Injustice Two? Just roll. <laughs> they're gonna watch mm-hmm. the episode and go, "Ooh, shit, that's a good idea." That that'd be a really fun projectile. I I'd have people working. I imagine on that this weekend, man. Oh. So, um, yeah, thankfully, Patty won over Joe, so it looks like the meta-human task for- anti-meta-human task force has one person. So right. that, I mean, I was just waiting on her winning over Joe. I mean, I was, you know, we know how TV works, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, mean it, it, I, I go back and forth. I actually, it, I, up to another maybe two episodes, I wouldn't have minded. Maybe mm-hmm. one more episode. Because she, she was actually just so entertaining when she was, because she's, she's kind of a badass, so... Mm-hmm. Watching her show off to Joe was actually kind of fun. If they'd done it for another episode, I don't think I would have minded. Probably would have gotten yeah. bored after that. But. Yeah, I, I probably would have been bored with it with another episode. I, I like my shows moving fast, man. You do, you do. Now, 
one more one more thing though i talk i want to talk about on this episode mm-hmm. i didn't realize how disinterested i would be in in uh mrs west until she showed up yeah just didn't realize and, the the depths of your apathy yeah and then joe didn't return her calls and i'm like oh, oh okay right so i let's put it this way just as cliffhanger goes as cliffhangers go i feel like i'm hanging on to a ledge really tight that's about Seven feet above the ground. Uh-huh. I, oh, no. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> oh, if I weren't wearing shoes, I might sprain a, a sprain the, the sole of my foot. But oh, well. Right. Um, uh, maybe, the, maybe that'll be interesting, but eh. I think it, again, it goes into the category of uh, it not being nearly as much fun to watch humans deal with real shit as it is Barry to throw fucking lightning around. Well, I mean, it's not even just, like, the thing of... It's not even, like, oh, well, it's just people dealing with real shit. No, it's not even that. It's what, just that I don't care. You weren't particularly happened. worried about yeah, Iris' like, mother issues or Joe's ex-wife? Or? Yeah, at some... Like, man, at some point, it was just... It was an afterthought for both of us. We were like, was she dead? Did she leave? Yeah, I, yeah. We're I mean, At this point, we're on record not remembering a damn thing about her. Yeah, and apparently that was by design, but same time i don't care either right i could have gone i could have had seven to 14 15 seasons of this show and never knew what happened to iris's mother <laughs> i would this not way. have cared we didn't do one of the classic listicles um i think you and i talked about whether should we, we whether we should do a listicle format and just decided you know what fuck it we're just gonna uh go go free for all but if we had done a listicle, a top ten things we want to see in, in in season two of The Flash, or top ten mysteries in The Flash that we want resolved, this would never have been mentioned. Like when it was when it was brought up that they were going to bring her in, I was like, oh, okay, I actually was slightly, genuinely interested. Mm-hmm. And then it became a reality on the show, and I went, uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. You uh, get dinner at a fancy new restaurant and realize you know what it's just a burger isn't it it's, it's always just a burger jason <laughs> not sure you have the same love for burgers as i do <laughs> there is such a thing as not just a burger a burger can yeah, be a no, life called, experience yeah it's called a five guys burger hear if that five guys five send guys. us money right <laughs> how do we cash that in just send a copy of the episode with the appropriate time We just stamp. called your burger a life experience by the transitive property. That at least should get us a paycheck. It is. And I'm a fat man. I've had a lot of burgers <laughs> in my time. I feel dirty. Let's stop pimping things. <laughs> hey, man. It's completely true. It's completely true for my case. I fully endorse Five Guys. I got no shame. I got no shame. Uh, <laughs> we'll continue that on a burger blog at a later date. I didn't sell a Doors song to Sprite. This is <laughs> this is genuine love. All right. Oh man. So uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Do you have any? You have anything else on on Flash of Two Worlds? Nah, man. Good episode. Love love Jay being there. Um, one of the big things for me is gonna be why doesn't he have his powers? Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to see some kind of steps going to the to the resolution of that mystery as soon as possible. Yeah, well, the, you know they can't just give it to us, man. Oh hell no! I I would be offended. They can't if just they did. give us two flashes running around. I'd be offended if they did. But um, I wouldn't be. I'd be eating that shit up with a spoon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it it'd be too much to ask for. But um, I, I, I'm looking, uh, man. It's gonna be like it's got to be like mid season. 
Uh, Mid-season finale, at least. Maybe with, not. With Zoom on the table, uh, it's it's hard to guess. It's hard to guess when it's actually mm-hmm. going to come up. I like that he has another mentor, though. It's going to be kind of it's going to be fun. Yeah, I do. I like Jay Garrick. I like I like Teddy Sears as Jay Garrick. Yeah, he's got a he's got a really great demeanor. You know, it's it just like that guy is a quarterback. Wherever he goes, yeah, you, he just has the that's how he that's how he presents himself. By the way, I did want to mention this. Um, I love the fact that he was like. So on, on on this world they call you the Scarlet Speedster. Yeah, what do they call you on yours? Crimson Comet. <laughs> what is it with? And that? they have that great. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like what is it with uh, alliteration and color? Right, right. It's like oh, well done. Well done, people. Also, and I I hated to admit this to myself, but if I were just like a reporter in Central City, yeah, I would have mm-hmm. used alliteration and I would have used colors because it was more fun. Of course it's more fun. I would, I would have been the asshole they're talking about. I mean, yeah, but they're scientists right. who don't understand creativity. Right, right. I did like, uh, you know, uh, Garrick just comes back into the room after whatever it is and just goes full throttle sci-fi talk on him and Caitlin kind of turns. So he's a scientist too? <laughs> Caitlin is, yeah. to put it mildly, impressed. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. I they're going to they're gonna kill him, and she's going to get all Killer Frost on us. Like, no! You, you shut your mouth. Took my Norwegian man god. How dare you? You shut your filthy, <laughs> terrible mouth. I've, I'm certain I'm wrong about that. Oh, never to say an unkind word about Jay or his fate. He, I, <laughs> this I, is I, the 90s Flash. We don't have to have, just have every character named Jay die. Right. Or that one. Or just the one. But it was also every. It was every. It because... Was. It just, Incorrectly implies that there were more than one chip. <laughs> Not saying it's it's no small amount of double speak, but it works. Right, right. They uh, what is the definition of is? Right. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to do with Caitlyn as far as getting her into Killer Frost mode. I'm starting to, mm-hmm. because of the way they've taken off with her, and this this Jay just seems impenetrably noble. I I, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a version of him where I'm going to think, yep, surely he's evil. He. He's, just, he's, he's like the walking manifestation of a Boy Scout, dude. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what they're going to possibly do to get her into Killer Frost. I, I keep thinking it's got to be Earth 2. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping so. Because I do like Caitlyn a lot. Doppelfroster. Doppelcaitlyn? Or what are they calling They're going to mm. call them Jaitlyn, right? Snow Jay. Snow Jay? <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Snow Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Still makes me giggle. All right, I think that's going to do it. Do you concur? I do. All right. I second. So that's going to do it for this episode of DC On Screen. Um, You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and every episode at DCOnScreen.com. If you'd like a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Uh, I guested this week on their show, so uh, go check that out. Next week, we're going to be talking uh, episode three of The Flash, Family of Rogues. Mm-hmm. So that sounds pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Incidentally, that means up, uh, it's it's a Captain Cold episode, first of all. Mm-hmm. And we get to see... I didn't mean that to sound as sexy as it did. Yeah, well, you know, I understand. But um, we get we get <laughs> to see whatever, whatever asshole raised a Captain Cold. We get to meet him now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, spoiler... It's Michael Ironside. Right, right, right. Michael Ironside, guys. So, uh, in between no Family Rogues and this That's episode, <laughs> still coming up this week, we've got a uh, we've 
got the arrow episode uh, to the candidate to get to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll be talking about that in just a little bit. So until then, keep some DC on your screen. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.